Are you Death Scourge ready? What last minute prep do you need to do before Death Scourge is finally upon us? We got some stores in the game and we're talking about what are the best purchase decisions for the present store and the Crucible store. And will we finally get this teal war orb before the end of 2022? We're talking all about that and more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. This week, I got the Death Scourge expert on Dorky Dad. And if you're ready for it, Dorky Dad, tell him what to do, my brother. Let's go scourge it. Valley Flyer. Hello! Happy Holidays, Valley Club! Welcome back to the Valley Flying channel. I am Valley Flying. I hope you're having a great day. We have a lot to discuss on this video. And if this is your first time here, we talk about Marvel Strike Force on this video. At least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week on this channel. And if you want more of that, make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, hit that uh, five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. We are talking all about Marvel Strike Force and everything coming up that you need to get ready for the death scourge. We got some new stores that you need to purchase, make some wise purchase decisions for. I'm talking all about that and more with my brother, Dorky Dad, the death scourge expert. How are you, Dorky Dad? I'm doing good, man. How you doing, Valley? Good, good, good. So I was not able to get any test server access for this death scourge because my roster wasn't updated and none of my minions were built up. But you were doing death scourge. What are your overall impressions of it? And what are your, what are your overall impressions of Marvel Strike Force right now? Uh, so Marvel Strike Force right now is in a big lull. And for me, when I'm in a lull, scourge tends to kind of lift me out of it because I have a lot of fun doing scourge, yes. scourge videos, streaming that, all that kind of stuff. Right. I really enjoy that. So and you got a you got a new scourge video right coming out. Oh, I got a lot of new scourge videos coming out. Nice, nice, like nice. I'm, I'm gonna be watching those. I need <laughs> I need a, as many stars as possible on my archangels. I'm gonna be watching your videos. And guys, make sure you check all all his videos. That's that's where I go for my scourge info. The links to his channel, everything's gonna be down below. But let's talk about uh, some strategies that some people are using for scourge. There was this Reddit post that chat filled me onto this morning that I did want to read to you and see. If if you agree with some of the uh, advice here, I know everyone is freaking out at the scourges. Certain teams need it, and let me let me actually move this down a little bit so we can give a shout out to the author of this. Uh, I know everybody is shout uh, freaking out about the scourges. Certain teams needed. In my opinion, you're better off waiting until the event drops. Significant unlock it without dropping, uh, jumping a ton of resources into minions or mutants, especially with how many tunes have dropped and already being mutants. This person's personal strategy is to reach 500,000 score without spending anything on the team on these tunes, then maxing out Angel Death Seed and finally seeing where you need to max out the most help in these Scourge nodes is level up before the second run. So that is when this person is going to make their major second run. This is what I've kind of done with these previous Scourges. I went all out on Morgan Le Fay, but with Rogue, Red Hulk, I did one run and then I kind of waited to the end. Is this what you're recommending to players now that you've uh, had a taste of this Death Scourge on the test server? No, and I think a no? lot of okay. people are going to be surprised at how easy it is to get to the minion section. That doesn't mean it's okay there's a minion section. It doesn't mean it's okay that we have to even put levels on some of these minions. <laughs> but like, say you built up your Ravagers for the War Scourge, yeah. and maybe you have like a level 75 Merc Lieutenant from when they were uh, meta in war defense, yes. you're gonna be able to do difficulty eight. So as long as your okay. hero section is fine, you'll have Eternals. As long as you have 
Bionic Avengers and War Dogs and Wakanda up to a respectable level. And then your mutants and your legendary characters hopefully have that settled. Well, because legendary characters are horsemen. We all have them maxed because they're forcing us to do that for Apocalypse. And hopefully with the Cosmic Crucible season, you put some love into your hero mutants because they are going to really, really help you in that section. So okay. minimal investment into minions can still get you pretty deep into the, the Death Scourge. And I don't think over 500k is going to be terribly difficult for people. Okay, nice, nice. So that's that's good, at least for the unlock. I guess some of the harder difficulties will yeah. be a little more challenging. And I want to know, I know you built up your shield, and yeah. there's a lot of questions. As you can see, I'm starting to build up my aim right now. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, trying out some of these teams, what do you think is the best uh, route for these minions? Is it shield? Is it aim like I'm building? And a lot of that is based on red stars. I don't know if I would recommend this yet. And based on some of the scourges we've seen, Ravagers is another pop popular choice. Ravagers combined with the Mercs or using multiple minion teams to kind of whittle down these nodes. What do you, what do you think, uh, based on what you've experienced so far, would be the best course of action for building up minions? So I maxed out my shield team okay. and I would strongly recommend not maxing out your shield team. Oh no, no. Okay. <laughs> and I, I made a lot of disclaimers in that video. So if somebody told you that I recommended it, no, I didn't. I okay. told you what I was doing. It's different. All right. Uh, they hey, struggle. So you much. make the mistakes so that we don't have to, right? There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. <laughs> right. uh, so I tried difficulty nine with them with scourges on. They got waxed. I tried ah. difficulty eight with them with scourges on. They can muddle through it, but super difficultly. And then I had my Ravagers built already from being in the war team. I had my okay. Merc Lieutenant and my Riot Guard built from when they were meta on the Taskmaster team. Um, and I and I walked through the nodes okay. with Ravager, <laughs> Merc Lieutenant, and Riot Guard. And I mean, I walked through difficulty nine, which is the high. Like my other teams can't handle difficulty nine. My War Dog can't handle difficulty nine. Oh, but my man. Ravager team walked through it. Uh, so I was like, oh, all right. okay. I, I'm kind of regretting all this, uh, all this fancy aim thing. I mean, everybody's initial impression was Ravagers, Lieutenant. Merc Riot Guard, and it seems like that is uh, ending up to be the best choice based on what yeah. you're hearing. Hopefully, hopefully, I know you didn't try AIM, so hopefully AIM still has a viability and didn't yeah. totally waste all these resources on them. It could be. I hopefully, only was hopefully. able to the teams I had built on the playtest okay. server, which was Shield and the Ravagers AIM. I have no idea about Creed, don't know. The hand reworked minions, maybe they'll, they'll have enough damage that'll override anything. What I can tell you is that the section is very easy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're going to see. It's very easy. Okay. Okay. So I guess at this point, I'm, I'm not continuing to build my aim. I've got to see how they do. I'm going to test them firsthand and maybe put a little love into this Merc Lieutenant because you said that's a good character as well. All right. Yeah. So I'm Definitely. looking forward to this. I'm very looking, very much looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to all your videos as well. Let's talk about these, this minion section. You said that's not that bad. The other section that I think some people are concerned about is these non-legendary mutants. And just mm -hmm. FYI, guys, if you want to check out what all the nodes are, they are on msf.gg right now in that map section, as you can see right here. But what what do you think is worse based on what you saw? This non-legendary mutants at these high levels or these minions at the high levels? So at the higher levels, your non-legendary mutant section is going to 
hold you back and be much more difficult and much more reset heavy than your minions will be, assuming you've leveled your minions, right? If you're trying to really squeeze out from them their maximum potential with minimal investment, it's going to be a different story. But mechanically, the no's are easier for minions one and two. Mechanically, for these non-legendary mutants, it doesn't look bad at first glance, but we do have buffed minions here. That Starlord T'Challa can hit really, this really guy. hard. Yeah. And then the calling and Taskmaster doing blinds is an absolute nightmare for certain teams. Mm, um, I remember on some of these other scourges, you would have to send in some sacrifice teams just to get out some of the T'Challa's specials and alt to, and then go in later. Is that is that what you had to do on a test server when you were using this? No, because I would use scourges that would give energy. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Kind of Makes thing. sense. But what I can say is if you're not using too many Scourges, the Unlimited team, which I know everyone basically has built up with Emma or Wolverine, they can walk through these nodes as well with limited Scourges and probably a difficulty lower. So it's not like you're not going to be able to complete the Scourge at higher difficulties, but if you're a sweaty tryhard who's trying to put on hundreds (laughs) of Scourge points, that's when that section gets incredibly difficult. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so uh, everybody's talking about these minions, not legendary mutants. Heroes seems like they're easy on the surface. Legendary seems like they're easy on the surface. Are there any problem nodes in either of these sections that you ran across, or are these just as easy as everybody's expecting it to be? So heroes is very easy, but that's the section where we're gonna set the stage. We're gonna be able to prep cooldowns for the non-legendary mutant. That's where we're gonna charge our storm. So she can trivialize one node and we're going to have to prep our Red Hulk for the legendary section. It looks easy at first glance, but don't forget that zombie Iron Man uses your own strength against you. So if you're going in there with four horsemen and you're getting bleeds from the Morbius, from the Greg, from the Hela, from uh, the Voodoo, then zombie Iron Man calls your own characters to kill themselves. So it Ah. can get very, very difficult. And again, with enough scourges, all of a sudden it's taking a little bit longer to take out that zombie Iron Man than you otherwise would think. So the legendary section is not as trivial as you would think. Okay. And and then nodes five and 10. Yeah, let's talk about nodes five and 10. Any any issues with five and 10? Because we're talking beforehand and you told me some surprising things about what I thought would be an easy cleanup on node five based on these enemies. But you're saying- Yeah. You talk about a different team here. So I, when I was trying to do like the highest run possible, I soared through the minion section like we just talked about. I soared through the hero section. Then I hit node five and my war dogs and war dogs does seem to be a better team mechanically trying to steal some immunities, peeling off buffs like taunts that are happening on spawn given certain scourges. They don't have enough damage. At least mine don't. My war dogs are my new characters are five, five. Even with a seven red black panther, I didn't have enough umph to just like walk through node five on difficulty nine. Okay. On difficulty eight, I just, everything died. I hit auto and Black Panther were just like, you're dead and 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 you're dead. So depending on what you're pushing and how high your Black Panther is, this node can be very difficult. And Bionic Avengers don't hold up good with all the scourges. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, because I know people are like, the Bionic Avengers are the obvious team, they're the right like, team. Yeah, these guys look yeah. so slow. These guys look so slow. Bionic Avengers, I thought, would be good, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're telling me that they're not now so I could focus uh, more on my Wakandans and uh, building them up. I guess specifically the War Dogs. Any issues yeah. with Node 10, or do, were you really trying to set the stage with some of these previous nodes to set up your Wakandans and Bionic Avengers? So node 10 can be pretty tricky for the war dog team because there's an echo on it 
and then Rogue drops in halfway through. So yeah, what rogue, I do, rogue with Gambit, Rogue with Gambit. Oh, that yeah. looks horrible. <laughs> so, and you may not like this. Bionic Avengers are great for basically prepping the node for War Dogs. So they go in, they do a bunch of AOEs. They don't care about blinds. They get offense up. They're good in that sense. They can take out the Echo. They can take out the Gambit, and then they die to the Rogue abilities. And then okay. your War Dogs can go in and clean it up. Okay, okay, not bad. And then maybe sending in like a Killmonger and M'Baku to eat up some rogue ultimates and then going in with the War Dogs later. Yeah, yeah. It's, if your Bionic Avengers didn't live long enough to pull both rogue abilities, then you okay. can send in one of the other Wakandans that you're not going to use. Okay, so basically your War Dogs or Wakandans, they need, to, they need to do very good at Node 5 for you to even have a chance on Node 10 because Node yeah. 10 looks very difficult. Yeah, the high end runs, the people who are trying to get top 50, it might be difficulty nine with a whack of scourges on, but only completing nine out of 10 nodes because they might need to use both of their teams mm. on node five. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I guess we'll see what the strategy is. Is it trying to use a lot of scourges and get through node nine, rack up the points there, or maybe not do as many scourges and do a full run? I guess it's going to determine yeah. the, these uh, different calculations for different people. All right, so that looks very fun. Now, we did get also a confirmation that there's no minion rework coming. Now, this yeah. was this was a surprise to me when the update dropped. Not as much a surprise when this uh, was announced, though. They said there's some inquiries asking if minions or characters are receiving reworks. I think a lot of those came from before the update dropped. But yeah. there's no currently plans to rework the minion characters uh, regarding the Death Scourge event. We have slightly adjusted the node difficulties requiring the minions to be easier, allowing more variety of team compositions. Uh, and it looks like at the lower difficulties, you do have a wide variety of lower uh, or different compositions that you could use. Now, when you saw this, were you surprised that there wasn't another minion rework coming sometime down the road or at least planned? Or were you, were you as soon as the update dropped, you're like, yeah, it's, it's not coming? Yeah, as soon as we knew all the characters that were coming in the patch, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I thought for sure we were gonna get like a Madam Viper to rework Hydra or some kind of shield character I don't know about to rework them or I don't know, some Kree character. I thought something was coming just like last year when we got Starler T'Challa and the Ravagers got a, a big stat buff and kid buffs there, right? Yes. I thought for sure that was coming. I didn't think Scopely would be stupid enough to make people require minions because here here's the truth of the matter in this minion section nonsense those minion nodes they're so easy mechanically it's just attacks to do the scourge like uh. people are right that having to level your minions to whatever the bare minimum is to get through your desired difficulty is still just attacks on you to participate in the scourge and that sucks at least so with a rework like yeah well i'm sorry I just, yeah well finish finish your thought i got a, i got a different question different thought <laughs> yeah, at, at least for the rework, you could see some benefit from doing that down the road. But it's literally just you're building this team. If you if you do do Ravagers, uh, Mercs, great. You just got yourself like a C minus war offense team. So there's there's no benefit in no matter who you bring up for this. So you're just building up these minions for Archangel pretty much. Pretty much. All right. So what what it feels worse? Winter Soldier back in the day or the minions right now minions and that, that right was for now. the omega uh, omega red and stuff like that yeah minions right now because winter soldier there was always something in the back of your mind like he's in the mcu he's bucky he could get on a team lo and behold he's now on the rebirth team so right. i always let's, had that like he's not a minion you know yeah well let, let's go back even further then <laughs> let's talk about nick fury and the kree oh, yeah. minions because the unlock 
to unlock Omega Red, not only did you have to build up Winter Soldier, you have to build up Nick Fury, which if you did not have yeah. him built up, you needed to build up your Kree minions, who at the time of his release was bad. At the time of the Omega Red release, they were bad. They're not going to get a rework. Yeah. What felt worse to you? This requirement right now for some useless minions for a legendary character or back then? Back then, I, I did it passively. I wasn't super into Nick Fury. It kind of just happened when it happened. That was before Omega Red. I long had a Nick Fury 7. Okay, star okay. <laughs> For people today starting right now, that is so... That is so wrong. I get it. I'm going to keep it PG. That is so wrong. And Scopely needs to address that. They understand. They clearly understand minions aren't good, but they're forcing it on us here. Forcing yeah. it on all new players until the end of this Ugh. game is not cool. And they should they should change it. You know, Iron Man is released by S.H.I.E.L.D. Have Nick Fury be released by S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Two legendaries for the price of one. Yeah. Who cares, right? Like, Well, Kree, Kree now has double value, right? For Nick Fury and Archangel. Oh, or am God, I stretching? No. <laughs> no. no, sir. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this scourge because I, I couldn't play it on the test server. All right, let's move on. We got this. Uh, this was the, what the uh, present store looked like before we got these new characters added. Uh, mm. Six hundred thousand for Morgan Le Fay, four hundred fifty thousand for Abomination, four hundred fifty thousand for Icarus. We got a little preview before the the characters changed over of this. 1.3 for Hulkbuster, 1.15 yeah. for Spiderweaver, 1.3 for Agatha Harkness. It looks like this in the game right now. So went down slightly from what it was before, but it's still a significant price increase with this. So uh, why do you think this was unannounced before this? Because honestly, I would have bought Icarus uh previous to this if i knew that these price increases because that icarus would have got me that icarus purchase would have got to seven stars so uh were you, how how upset were you by this did it affect you at all did it uh, affect any of your purchases or anything like that and did it switch what you would do if you knew what these future prices would be no so i'm in a lucky enough boat i guess where the characters that i'm interested in are in weeks three and four Okay. Um, but I can see objectively how this is just bad. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and it's so silly because it stems from the fact that they're giving us fewer presents in the opening of the milestones and more presents in the later. They should have yeah. equalized that and had all the prices be the same. Like, if they wanted Morgan to cost more because she's a horseman, same with the Rogue, fine. Having Agatha cost more is, is just, it, it's clearly just greed because they know that they've been super stingy with Agatha. Hulkbuster's in that store now. That store is actually not terrible. So it's really no, weird. No, I like that store. Yeah. I like that Crucible store. Exactly. So this, this whole event, it just, the, all this month's events seem just like really, really poorly thought out and even poorly, more poorly executed. Yeah, all, all, and yeah. it's evident by all the reactionary things that they do, the, the changes yeah. that they make since they go live. Like, oh man, I wish, I wish they thought of that before it actually went live. If they would only have someone like test testing out their stuff and giving them feedback, and then actually listening to the feedback, that that would be so good. Uh, but yeah, so we week one, uh, week one is over right now. Week two, we do have Hulkbuster in there. We have Weaver in there. Agatha in there. Week three, Dazzler, Spider-Man 2099, and Braun. Who are you shooting for? And uh, are, is there any targets for week two right now? What's currently in the store? Week two, no. I lucked As out and I got it. a lot of Weaver from okay. Premium Orbs. Lucky, lucky, lucky. All right. Uh, any, who are your targets for week three? 
My week three targets are Braun. If it's at Braun. 50 shards, <laughs> I will be able to get him to seven star. Nice, nice. Congratulations on that. Dazzler, are you done with Dazzler or do you need more Dazzler? Yeah, I've been done with Dazzler for a little bit now. Okay, so, and then I guess the rest are Nemesis after that? Uh, I thought about that until I saw that price tag because if <laughs> I do one for Braun, I think I can only get one for Nemesis. So I think it'll be one for Braun, one for Noir, and one for Nemesis. And I think that okay. would be the totality of the presence they give us. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking of shooting for either Dazzler or Braun. I'm not sure. Neither of them for me are seven stars. And then obviously Nemesis, because Noir doesn't have a lot of value for me. And Rogue, I'm gonna I already have it seven stars from the Scourge event. So uh yeah, that's what I mean. For me, Noir is just because that would be like the 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 perfect balance of how many presents I was given. Yeah. from the event but we'll see I, i'm kind of in like you i'm almost like man i kind of just want to buy 100 nemesis shards and yeah. my understanding is he's a campaign event release that's that's so, what the indication was i do want to talk a little more in detail later yeah. but it, it, it seems like he is like a campaign release character and we have a date for that in the blog post so okay uh yeah, well, yeah not sure it's, it's just i wish we had all this information on day one of this uh store and then we could you know sort of uh, budget how we're going to use our four million if we're going to get all those uh, yeah. complete Let's talk about what's in the store right now, because uh, some people are buying these character shards, but there's also a good uh, argument to be made for something all the way down here. These two T2 level four ions. This is almost going to use all of your presence. But what this will allow you to do is get one more character up to level four blue of the ISO, which could mean the difference between uh, Apocalypse Unlock or not. Is this something that you're considering? Uh, and if not, why aren't more people talking about this? Uh, I'm not concerned at all because it's not a big enough value. I think it would need to be twice that. It's a horrible value, but yeah. if this is going to get you an apocalypse unlock versus character shards that may not even get you the next star level, this yeah. seems like it may be a better purchase, even though the value on it is horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I Like if I had to choose, say I didn't have Weaver completely done i think i would still dump all my presence into weaver okay. even if it just got me to like 100 out of 200 for a six star before okay. i would consider this okay okay yeah. i mean there's there's certain players that this will be the better purchase and then oh, other yeah. players are just going for the shards one i guess it's i guess it's that cutoff right if if that is going to make a difference and that final character for apocalypse then it may help especially if your alliance isn't uh fully participated as cornered assault which we're going to talk about yeah. a little later now, we did get some additions to this store as well. We talked about that briefly. Hulkbuster is in this store, which is why I wouldn't recommend Hulkbuster, which is why I did not purchase Abomination on week one. But we got great characters in here. And now there's also a discussion. Should you be using your uh, Crucible Elite credits on these characters, which I'm using? I'm thinking we're going to take Gambit up to six and Abomination up to six and then just wait there. Uh, or should you use it on some of these orbs? We don't have a lot of teal gear available in the game right now. What are you leaning towards right now? These character shards, these rare character shards that we, you know, Gambit was a horrible release. And then yeah. uh, so a lot of people don't have a lot of shards on him. Abomination is an important character on that Gambit team. Or this teal gear, which we're going to need. Some people don't have all of their characters up to gear tier 16. This might make a difference on that. What are what do you think is the better purchase here for the Crucible Elite credits right now? For me, hands down, it's character shards. Character uh, shards. And even I have Gambit seven, I have A Bomb seven, but my Hulkbuster is sitting at six and a half. Okay. I'm gonna bring him all the way up to seven. 
And then I'm going to sit on those currencies until they put new characters in there. Because that's definitely going to be like the new war store, right? Where they put all the crazy new characters. Yeah. They, they did say they're going to be ro- they did say they're going to be rotating uh, these characters through. So well, there you go, and, and they're statically yeah. there, right? So you can get five shards for those characters. Yeah, every time reset, day. I, I'm actually going to do that right now. The, the, my store reset before we start recording, so I'm going to get both of those now. There you go. Like if I was a newer player, I think I would still go for the shards. I think, like you're suggesting, I would bring all these characters up to six, and then I would let it sit, and I'd let that build up over time. See if they eventually make it into a node like most store characters do. Uh, But I wouldn't care so much about the teal because you get some teal from the raid orbs, right? Uh, You get some from events here and there. Not too much because they always bury them behind hundreds of dollars of sales for events. (laughs) But but I feel like I'm almost more comfortable letting that happen organically and keeping my character stars up, up to date kind of thing. Because now with horsemen being as good as they are, People are just getting more gold promos. They're like, where do I spend this on? Like, I'd love to spend it on Gambit, but I don't have them at six or seven yellow stars. It's like, well, if you could fill that out, then you can buy Gambit oh, yeah. six or seven red star. There you go. He's a super fun character, right? Yeah, you, so. you mentioned those promo credits. I, I don't know what to do with mines because yeah. either I don't have the characters at the gold star level to make the purchase make sense or the good characters are locked behind these dark promo credits. So exactly. kind of not sure what to do with the, all this uh, silver and gold promo credits right now. Anyway. All right, exactly. so that's uh, leaning towards charge. I'm leaning towards charge right now. If you're leaning towards the gear, let me know in the comments. And let me know why you're leaning towards the gear in the comments. I do want to move on to this event that is going on right now, the hard the Deathbringer, the Herald of Death event that, uh, I don't know, it seems, it seems okay. It seems okay if you're just looking to get this carrot nose here. You yeah. get that by battling in war. You're using your campaign energy. You're getting these Deathbringer orb fragments, which... I is I'm not sure how it is listed. It is still select nodes that have these Deathbringer orb fragments, or is it all nodes? Because I know all the nodes that I'm farming have these Deathbringer yeah. orb fragments. Or is it is it all the nodes across the board? I haven't like, checked that out yet. So it seems to be all the new nodes, all the new okay. nodes in the Doom campaign, and then select nodes. And we should definitely <laughs> give a big shout out for Tana because he like really fought for that to be the case that like newer nodes should always have the yeah. event currencies on them because like yes. game players do not want to farm green gear to participate in events so big shout out to Tana for that one big shout uh, out to him but it's silly that he has to fight for that it seems yeah. like it would be obvious that the devs were just yeah. like yeah we want you to do these new notes let's just include all this currency it seems so silly that we have to fight for that stuff that's that's yeah. ridiculous anyway no, i agree but this, this event it, it sucks like it, it this is definitionally I think Boylan coined this term whale stones. Like, yes, you can get the carrot, but everything below it, you might as well pretend doesn't exist because it's just going to be copious amounts cool. of those orbs. And it's just yeah. like, okay, I'm like, cool. I, I'd love this. I would love this right here. I need that for my Red Hulk and everybody, uh, but uh, I don't think I'm getting there. That's just too many points, but... Yeah, oh, the so carrot, the carrot, the carrot shouldn't be that that tough to grind out and give you all your yeah. snowballs and get you all your currency for that present store. All right, so and what what are you shooting for? Are you just shooting for milestone thirty two? Are you shooting for something a little bit beyond this? Because a lot of times I haven't thirty three. Okay, I know yeah. I know a lot of the my my previous targets on these events. I'm like, oh, this is not a very friendly event, and then by the end of it, I'm like, like maybe down here or something. How did that happen? I wasn't really <laughs> grinding on this event or something like that. So, all right. So that is, that is a good, uh, it's, it seems good if you're just going for the minimal and not trying to max out these milestones. All right. The other thing is this orb itself. We had some question about this orb here. 
yeah. not a not a solid orb. We have uh, normally with these uh, event orbs before the Scourge event, we've had training mats. This one has no training mats, only character shards for some hero mutants on the left pillar. Uh, we have some decent shards on the right pillar, uh, no, center pillar, excuse me, with these war dogs, some of the more recent characters. And then this, this uh, right pillar has some trashy, trashy minions here, diminishing the value of this orb. So I guess yeah. my first question is, why is there no training mats in this orb like there has been for some of the pre-Scourge event orbs that are associated with events? Uh I think they're stretching people's rosters more in this scourge than they ever have before. So if they limit the amount of training materials they give out during this time, it will increase training material uh, sales. It just will. Uh, people are going to have to level the minions they haven't yet. Uh, some non-legendary mutants, maybe they're war dogs, maybe put extra levels in Bionic Avengers. Uh, maybe some offbeat legendary characters that you haven't maxed out. You may need to put some more stuff into them, the non-horseman mm. ones. Oh, sorry, I got itchy nose. Uh, I think that's why. I think it's just a business decision. It's definitely not one that I recommend during the holiday seasons where you've already been pretty scroogey. Uh, is there any is yeah. there any way to spin this into a player friendly decision? Because I'm not I'm not seeing it. It'll help you unlock Iron <laughs> and Nick Fury. Let's go. Uh, nice, nice. But you know, you know who's not in this minion section here? Oh. Aim, aim. So ah. is 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 that is that is there are they kind of telling us that aim is a real team here? I'm 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 hoping that that's what it means. Maybe, but you know what? If you go back to the middle middle pillar, I saw something pretty interesting. What is in the middle pillar? What did I miss here? Oh, that's those are uncanny members. I wonder mm. if that's a hint that they might be pretty good. I don't uh, know. All right, all right. Yeah, the magic storm on that mutant section. I, I like that. I like that thoughts. Yeah, along with the Wakandans and some... Uh, all right, so this this is the one. I think the middle pillar is where we want. Uncanny seems like the team. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say build up Storm, build up Magic, build up Colossus for that note. And Cyclops is in there as well. He has, He's a pretty good uh, opening move. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, that, that may be a hint. That's interesting. I didn't notice that either, but uh, that's a good one. All right. Now, we did get another event, an unannounced event. Where you need the horde. So I guess the new thing in Marvel Strike Force is ABH. A always B B H hoarding. Always B hoarding because you never know if you're gonna get these kind of rate for rate of fortune events coming up. Yeah. Uh, do you think that they forgot to announce this or there was some notorious uh, nefarious plan to get us to spend all of our raid raid rewards? Because on Monday, I opened a lot of my old raid uh, raid rewards that I was hoarding because I like, oh, they didn't announce anything on Friday. There's no yep. event coming up at least this week. Wrong, because this was announced later. So, uh, what 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 do you what do you think the cause of this was? Forgetfulness or no evil evil? No, <laughs> this was like oh, last time we ran this event, they hoarded all their mails, and some stinky, cheap, free to play players completed it can't have that drop it on them two days before it launches yeah we don't want you to get benefits by this from earning raid credits no you're supposed to spend power cords it's a spender milestone but exactly but there's still some stuff that we're gonna get anyway just from earning those raid credits just from the power cords that we're normally gonna spend what is a realistic target on this one are you thinking right before all the good stuff here right before this uh Deathlock shards, something something nobody's going to get before uh, Milestone 16 if they didn't hoard their resources and uh, aren't spending power cores. 
And I think it maps out to around if you're doing 3.4 and you're doing about uh 200 cores a day on the regular energy and during coordinated assault if you were dropping 200 cores i think it mapped out to like the death lock you, sh- okay. you might be able to get death lock with a little bit extra incentive was that was that with hoarding or without hoarding that was without hoarding with hoarding okay. i think you you got like 70 no was that with hoarding i could be completely wrong here actually i don't know Okay, I didn't even I bother. To, I didn't even bother to look at the math on this because yeah. looked at it like, all right, I'm just gonna do what I normally do. Uh, I, I wish I could have hoarded more, but uh, yeah. And then all this yeah. stuff, all this stuff. These you got a gold orb here, some training orbs here, free stuff down here. So just yeah. doing stuff I normally would do. And then I guess this is kind of the whale bait here to get you to spend more those dark promagrades, those dark beast shards, and everything like that. So yeah, if you're looking at it in that sense. It's not a bad event because this is stuff that we normally would do anyway. But if you're trying to if you're trying yeah. to complete this event, it is it is pretty grindy. And I think it's a good thing about this. There's no snowballs attached to this. So it's not yeah. related to the month-long milestone event that uh, we screwed up our hoarding for. This is just related to these milestones here. So not not the worst, but I wish they would have announced this. It seems like they is they, they could have done better with this, a lot better with this. Right. Yeah, I'm just so tired of events that are not completable free to play. Like I want all players to feel like they can complete an event that would actually make them want to play the game more. I just I'm so over the pay to pay to participate events. It's, it seems like that's a trend for 2022. I think most yeah. of these big milestone events are not completable. Uh, if you're just doing normal activity, you need to spend or something like that and uh, or horror or something like that. It's just and it's, it's still not completable for a lot of players. So it, it yep. definitely feels bad. We have a lot of uh, completable events before this year. This year, there's like been a major uh, change for that. Yep. All right. We also got some lowered requirements because like we talked about, it'll test that'll test a lot of stuff beforehand. Know how difficult it's going to be to get all of our raid characters up to ISO 8 blue level 4. They dropped the diff- the requirement for Doom 3.5 to ISO 8 blue level 3 from that. And it seems like some players are in there right now. Is your alliance in 3.5 right now? No, we're relaxing. We're going to wait till we get okay. Archangel, uh, I guess tomorrow. And we'll try it with no red stars on him and see how it goes. And then maybe we'll do it every day thereafter. But I thought this was super funny because I don't think we've ever seen this in Marvel Strike Force. The alliances at the very top that spend thousands of dollars a week, not a month, on the game all decided that it was not worth going to 3.5. Like Legion, Mutiny, Baby Yoda, Pants, everyone was just like, pass. So, so let me me read this exact (laughs) phrase here. It says, this is being updated at 3.5 was released five months ago. Isn't it that more alliances would be attempting the difficulty this time? Are are you saying that there's no alliances attempting difficulty 3.5 with all that gear under ISO 8 on them? Before before the switch, there was, I don't think there was a single one. (laughs) I I think maybe Legion went in there just to get the 100%, get the first time rewards. Mutiny probably did too. But otherwise, I don't think a single alliance cared enough. They're just like, no, we're gonna do horsemen. That's gonna get us apocalypse. We don't really care about raids. If if no other alliance is pushing it, then we're not really competing against anybody in the season rewards anyway. Focus on war. Focus on crucible. Forget that. Uh, so do you think they miscalculated how fast these alliance would be able to get there because they thought alliance would be spending more on this stuff, or they just didn't evaluate their economy before they just brought out these requirements? 
Yeah, I, th- I think they didn't evaluate their economy well enough. There wasn't <laughs> enough blue ISO available besides just like insane spending. And even those top alliances like Mobile Gamer, he's in mutiny. He's not dropping thousands of dollars a month to get his ISO 4 characters on his raid characters. No, he's trying to get Apocalypse, right? Yeah, it's all so, Apocalypse. Exactly. So I think they, they had a really big misconception about what's happening because like three or four members in those alliances drop insane mm. amounts of money. I mean, if only the devs would have listened to all the content creators when I were complaining about this requirement at the time, and yeah. they just ignored it until five months later. But I'm, I'm glad they did it now. But yeah, it's 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 this these requirements tied to Apocalypse that we need our ISO eight stuff for Apocalypse and not unlock. And just uh, the rates aren't as appealing for that. So, right. yeah. Now another f- point of frustration for a lot of players, maybe not a lot of the players at the top end alliances, but. For, for a lot of the players that I see on Reddit that I hear from, how much coordinated assault sucks because your individual progress is tied to your alliance. I don't even know if we're on pace for this or if we're off pace or anything like that, but it used, if it was the old milestones, 100,000, we would have got this already. We'd be complete by this already. And those that coordinated assault was not that bad. Since they raised this up uh, from 100,000 to I think 130 and now from 130 or whatever it was, it's now 141. Uh, not as many players are completing this. There have been months that I, or there have been a bunch of these coordinated assaults that have not gotten that final milestone. What are you feeling about this coordinated assault as, as one of the top end alliances? And what do you think should be done uh, about this do you do you think that they should reduce the requirements or just tie this to individual progress or individual iso 8 spending so this for us is like a non-event because those materials are so valuable that it doesn't matter we have to core the iso store 200 or 150 cores a day even though we don't need green iso whatsoever mm. so that's how valuable things are so for me i just always get it done but yeah. Again, I can empathize with the community that not every alliance has 24 sweaty nerds that are on their phone four times a day getting this kind of stuff done, being told by, like, we have an event organizer in our alliance that pings people what they need to do for events. And if you're falling behind, he'll ping you before it gets too late. Like, he's not going to wait till the last day and see you've only contributed 1,000 when you need to contribute 5,000. He'll tell you the second you're 500 points behind that, hey, you need to catch up. And that, that's Man. like the next level thing, right? So I remember I, being in those kind of alliances. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different game, right? <laughs> yeah, but they should they should have this. It should be seventy thousand, so that the vast majority of alliances yeah. are completing it, not just the top one percent. I I, <laughs> I don't see a reason like ISO four is not game breaking in War and Crucible. Like if if everyone has ISO four on their characters, I'm not gonna all of a sudden be at this crazy disadvantage at a late. A later game alliance i still have crazy advantages i'm still probably gonna come out on top but this would let them do things like the raid do things like uh unlock apocalypse before he's like obsolete like some people are unlocking dorm now but he's almost obsolete yeah. now yeah i feel like they need so- to get better at making the community more fulfilled I think they got to get better about playing their own game. They would have realized how tough this is in the current state of the game when some alliances at the top, yes, they're going to do that. But uh, there's a lot of middle game alliances that they're not full. They're not able to complete this. 
I like yeah. your I like your solution even better. I was thinking bring it back down to a hundred thousand. Yeah, bring it even less. Bring it to seventy thousand, and then you don't even have to worry about this. You know, because even if you're just doing your normal refreshes, if ever, all twenty four members are doing this, this shouldn't be a problem. Or even even a few of the entered uh, core spending. But if you're getting like five or ten alliance members that are hardcore into the game, and then maybe some of the bottom five to ten that just don't care, that's that's where this that's where this causes problems. So I hope they make some changes to this. I know they want alliance participation. They want you know your alliance mates to pressure you into playing the game. That's why we have all these kind of alliance events. But you know, make it's more fun when we're able to complete all these events and not have these uh, these extra things in there that uh, are not completable. I agree. All right, we got a new character sort of in the game. His, his event is not coming out for a while. We will talk about his event because we do have a date on that. But Nemesis is in the game right now. Now, are you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys are, uh, I don't know how far you guys are going in the mutant section right now, but have you tried this four-person Dead Sea team without uh, Archangel? Yeah, yeah, we do 100% uh, 3.4 every day. Okay. Um, they're very good, even the four piece. Uh, I personally like doing Omega Red, but I don't think they are the answer as the four piece. Little bits of RNG moments here and there can get you okay. absolutely obliterated, especially if, say, you have a, a three star nemesis or a five star. Even you get absolutely blown up. Okay, so, so how yeah how big is your is your death seed that you're able to 100 that on a daily basis are you guys is it an easy push for your alliance mates are they have the core a few of these nodes are they have to heal their characters or is this an easier push than uh than some people are suspecting with just a four-piece team well we're using them in conjunction with the axemen still like i don't my uh, default team gotcha, isn't death gotcha. seed yet i still use okay axemen node one i'll use axemen node two sometimes i'll get through it sometimes i'll lose in the second wave and if I lose in the second wave, that'll bring in Death Seed Omega Red. I'll get it done there. Gotcha, and then we gotcha. all tag team the boss node still. I think we still do a burn attack on it. And then actually Death Seed is phenomenal on that boss node uh, with Omega Red, that trauma for Icarus, and then also for uh, Morgan, all those ability blocks and everything. They're definitely a very good team. And I'm excited. Like, you don't even need to worry about this anymore because tomorrow Archangel drops and he's, I think he's going to make that lane everyone's favorite lane. Easy mode. Easy mode. Yeah. All right, so yeah, even better than the Bionic Avengers. Your prediction? I don't like the Bionic Avengers. No, <laughs> they can they can sim though. I don't I don't know about uh, three point five, but in three point four, they can sim sim a few of those uh, nodes there. So that saves time. I like that. They can. I think they're going to be better than the Mystic section, and the Mystic section Ooh. is Ottawa. Oh, yeah. okay. I like that. I like that. Mystic section has got a lot of options there, so that's good. All right, so we have the event schedule that was released okay. a little while ago. Uh, we have this Herald of Death going on right now. Progeny of Apocalypse. They usually launch the final character for these Horseman teams after the Horseman event or during the Horseman event. Looks like this is the unlock for Nemesis. Now, are, are we, do we think this is just going to be a normal campaign event or something special like uh, some of the other events have some uh, milestones attached to it, some orbs, there's some different things, some some more convolution tied to these events, if that's even a word. Do you, are you suspecting this is going to be just a normal campaign event or something else like we got with the last, uh, I think it was Nakia that had that last campaign event. Yeah, Nakia had a campaign event. Uh, she had a milestone running alongside it. My last other character I remember was uh, Valkyrie had the same okay. kind of thing. Uh, and they normally run into the monthly event with like the snowballs and some kind of item. 
So I do think we'll get it again. It seems to be their new format. Uh, but because it's around the Christmas season, who knows? Maybe they'll simplify it just so that if things go wrong, they're not uh, having to open up their computer on Christmas Eve or something to fix it. <laughs> Gotcha. Now, there there are some things wrong already with Nemesis. As we look at this blog post here, uh, find a bug with Nemesis in combat. And when he attacks and kills the primary target, he's not stealing the health as intended. So it's, it's probably better to just tap the target and not kill them at, at this point. Team is working quickly to address this. We'll keep you updated. Have you, I don't think we've gotten word yet unless we've gotten it and I missed it. Do you know if this bug has been fixed? I don't think it's been fixed yet. I assume it'll be fixed maybe next pat like i don't i don't know how normally they kind of drag their feet but maybe it'll be sooner maybe we'll be hot fix and again we should give a shout out for tana tana brought this up right away and then they addressed it right away which is new for them so hopefully it means they're going to fix it sooner I'm, gl I'm glad they addressed it right away hopefully they yeah. fix it right away but until then until we get confirmation of this i guess don't kill the attack the target with that nemesis. you're trying to kill with nemesis yeah because he's not going to yeah. give you that health steal that he wants all right uh moving on we have fortified chromium in mm. the store they updated fortified, fortified chromium needed mm. for archangel zombie iron man and we do have evidence that it is in the store right now this is not my screenshot i would have bought this right away but it's in there uh stores before the dark the death scourge event how valuable is this and uh, did you were you someone that saved all of your fortified chromium with uh, when zombie iron man came out and during his event or did you put it right on zombie iron man using that character I geared to 16 zombie Iron Man the second I could. <laughs> nice. Me too. Me too. Um, I use mine right away. Yeah. So I, I'm empty on it. The teal is going to take a long time to bring up. The orange won't take so long. But I got to say, like, they definitely toggled the drop rate in the elite orbs. I opened up, first of all, when the change went live, if you didn't reset your game, the orbs didn't get updated. I opened up 400 elite orbs before I checked, and it wasn't in there. And then I reset the game, and then it was there. And then I opened up another 600 and I ended up with 18. You're like, talking that you said orange elites, right? The red yeah. ones. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, I, come I, on. I saw a thing that is now in the crucible store, the war store, but the, whatever message, I can't remember where I saw it. They didn't mention the raids. I was wondering about that, but it is in there. It is in the raid orb, but it's also in okay. the raid store with a hundred percent drop rate for the orange. So at least okay. you can spam buy it from the raid store to get up to gear tier 15, your Archangel. I, I'm curious. Is I wonder if it's in my raid store right now. I, I'd like that 100% drop rate. All right, yeah. let, let me scroll down and... I'm missing it. Wait, I'm what? It's 100%. It. I thought I'm it was not, I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have sworn because as soon as you brought this up, I remember maybe, I didn't buy it. maybe maybe you just got lucky. Maybe you just got lucky. I don't have it there right okay, now. Well, well, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me save some face. There's three, six, nine, twelve. There's twelve unique pieces in there. It should be there. More Eventually, often than it's not. All right, more often than not, I like that. <laughs> okay. My bad. It's been there every time I checked. <laughs> all right. I was like, wait, I don't remember seeing it. I'm, am I crazy? But all right. It's, it's high drop rate. Maybe not the hundred yeah. percent. All right. Uh, we got a new. Heroes campaign, a new, not so hard Heroes Chapter Three coming out. Yeah. What do you think of these new uh, hard campaigns? Uh, I know, I know, a lot of long time players want this hard, uh, hard content to do, but you know, this, this is a four year old game, so you got players of all levels, and I guess the devs wanted to make it more accessible to that. Uh, do you think that this should have been re reserved for more uh, end game players to you know, give us the content that we want that's difficult to fight or 
or do you like that it's been made more widely available to more players? Yeah, it, it's a fine line to balance, right? Because I don't think they made the new challenges, uh, the daily challenges, particularly difficult as they have in the past. And then the, these campaigns have been very much just get in there and auto. Like I, I took Wakanda in here and I just walked through it. Black Panther killed everybody. Nobody else took a turn except for the people that went before him. Uh, oh, I don't even. I don't even know who I could who I took in. It's just the default five the hardest yeah. characters, and, and I just auto. said auto. Yeah, that's it. So, like, I don't like that the them wanting to open up the accessibility to newer players. I think is great. I think another way, a better way, they could have done that is taking off all the restrictions from the previous Doom chapters. Oh, uh, that's good. Or yeah, yeah, and some of the, yeah. the harder heroes chapters, they the not the yes. not the hard hard ones, but like chapter seven of the heroes, they had some yes. requirements there that were tough at the time. But now it's kind of limiting for newer players. That that's a great idea. I like that better. Yeah, and then and then there's some characters in there to farm. I think it's actually just orange gear in there, but it it would be it would be that same kind of catch up mechanic ish, right? It'd be like mm. here's some more characters for you to farm, and then here's the goal. If you work on your campaigns, you can go here. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, it, I guess it's better for the overall economy of the game that people have access to the the new premium gear, which is teal. It, and, it's, characters. It's <laughs> and characters. We got yeah. Spider Woman available. We got all these characters here. We have Punk, Punk Shang Chi, who are, are available in other places. We yeah. have Philavel available in other places. We yeah. have Anti Venom available, and then we have the newly farmable Spider Woman, who's not super valuable in the meta right now. Uh, who do you think they're going to replace in uh, some of these nodes? Because I think the leading theory of the community is these are just placeholder characters. We're going to some of the other characters in there to replace them eventually. Who do you think uh, gets first replaced out of uh, out of these Chapter Three and Chapter Four? Well, first of all, they better be placeholders. I think Shang Chi should be the first one replaced. Is he <laughs> he's still a blitz in store? the? Yeah, is this he is the blitz, blitz store. Orb or in the uh, store? He's, he's, he's in the store. He got moved to the store. Yeah, he has no business being there. They should definitely put a Horseman character on there, even if it's Phantom X, even if it's like Doctor Strange, Heartless. Like, put one, put some Horseman oh, character. Put on Heartless, there, yeah. Heartless is in that yeah. arena orb. Yeah, put him as soon as he goes out of arena orb, make him farmable as well because they they like to double up that stuff. I, that's that's cool. Yeah, I like that. All yeah, right. these characters are duds. This is not exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's not that. All right, well, we got we got two more chapters that are not here yet that are coming sometime. When do you think that you're coming? Do you think these are coming sometime in December or this is going to be our January farmable character releases? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get them like next week, because I think the okay. last time they released it one week after the other, right? I believe it was yeah, like a week or two apart. I was expecting it down the road, but it was it was pretty quick. So yeah. I think the next week, part, I hope you're right. Yeah, the coolest part about these nodes is they have the one node that has gold orb fragments on it and the one node that has training orb fragments on it. Uh, it's one of the Dazzle right there. Right there. Oh, nice. I didn't notice yeah. that. I didn't look at all this. I was just looking at the character shards. I like that. But unfortunately, it's, it's on the Dazzler node. <laughs> yeah, so five, what's that? 400 a day kind of thing if you farm it. Hopefully, Dazzler gets replaced. Hopefully, they often replace the character on that particular node with newer uh, characters unless they know that we need training mats and they'll never replace her yeah everyone just build uh, up your dazzler replace her with merc lieutenant so we can do this <laughs> <laughs> there you go scope that being sarcastic don't really do that please <laughs> well, it's gonna happen right. tomorrow <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> 
I should have said anything. That's my fault. If that happens, it's blame me, guys. All right, economy updates. This is from our roadmap, our 2022 second roadmap. If we look, they, they're doing some economy changes. They're reviewing the ability of resources. Part of the game's evolution and progress. They have four bullet points here, three which have been done so far. Uh, previously unavailable, hard to get character shards and hard difficulty campaigns. I would have liked to see more, but they've given us yeah. Cersei, they've given us Wong, they've given us Spider-Woman, they've given us a few characters. Earn more teal gear into hard difficulty campaigns, they have done that. We've also got the raid store updated with 12 slots for orange gear pieces, 12 slots for purple pieces, so that's all there. We're still missing this one though. Open teal gear orbs in the war store for elite credits. Mm -hmm. When do you think this is happening? Do you think that they forgot about this or they're or they're stealthily holding this back just to, just to give increase that FOMO? Yeah, they're they're definitely dragging their feet a bit. I'm wondering if they're trying to gauge how many people are using the crucible store still or if they're going to the shards if if everybody's going to shards, maybe they want to hold on to this war teal orb a little bit more to try and get people to to buy gear instead of buy shards. I don't yeah. really know how they factor all that kind of stuff in, but it's it feels like it should just be a switch, right? Like you write up the code for this orb, you put it in yep. the game, your next chance, and then it's there. Uh, so I don't know why it wouldn't be here yet. Just just copy the crucible orb, put the crucible orb in the war yeah, store, make it whatever, make it whatever you want it to cost. You know, if you if we look at these orange gears, maybe make it fifteen hundred or something like that. That seems oh, like it'd be a fair price. You're dreaming. Uh, it's gonna be like 2, five thousand. Oh no! It's, it's gonna be like five thousand. You're dreaming. <laughs> That'd be horrible. People have been boarding that since the last Dark Dimension Four. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe maybe not that much, but yeah. All right. All right. So when is your prediction for this? Do you think we're going to get this sometime in 2022? We got we got about 16 days left before the end of the year. Do you think we're going to get this this year or it's going to be later in the update or or in update 6.7 down in February? Mm. Well, <laughs> it's either honestly, it's either this week or next year. So right. one of those. <laughs> well, I hope it's this week. I hope it's this yeah. week. So tomorrow or next week? Or next All right. Week. Either way. Either way. <laughs> All right. And that is it, guys. Uh, some some positives, some negatives, but I think we can laugh about it regardless. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Trying to have fun in Marvel Strike Force despite the challenges and the stress that the devs try to uh, implore upon us. Any any final thoughts, brother? Uh, no. Just I hope everyone has fun with the Scourge event. I'm probably not going to see you until Christmas. So. Merry Christmas, Valley, and all the Merry Valley Christmas, Dorky. Merry uh, Christmas, oh. my brother. Oh. Did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? I did. I did. And it was good. It I was, good. It it was I good. I liked it. I liked it. I like that sweater. I want that sweater costume. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't want it before. I was like, that's an ugly sweater that I've seen it in the MCU. I like it. And oh, one more thing. I think I've asked you this previously. Are, have you watched Die Hard yet for Christmas? Yes, yes. Nice, yes. all right. Yeah. It's not Christmas in my house. Uh the the elf on the shelf hasn't moved until until we saw John McClain <laughs> drop Hans Gruber off of Nakatomi Tower. So it is officially Christmas at our household here. Oh my god. All right, you... Somebody somebody please we need like a a doll of John McClain in the the tank top so that Valley can set up John McClain throwing the elf off the tree. Oh yeah. And then we can complete the Christmas dream. 
Yes, yes, I like it. All right, guys. Dorky, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Make sure you check out all of his uh, Cosmic Crucible stuff. That is where I go for to, to do very good in Cosmic Crucible. Uh, his, his Envoy video is out. The embargo is lifted as of this. So make sure you check out this after you uh, listen to this uh, news video. If you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button for more Marvel Strike Force content. At least five videos per week. Usually it's a lot more than that. Dorky, it has been a pleasure as usual, my friend. Are you ready for that Hulk fist bump? Let's do it. Here we go. Hulk fist bump. Dorky dad, Valley flying out. Have a great holidays.